the tipping point for me was about four years ago. And um, I was like, like a shade under 270 pounds, uh, was really drinking a lot. You know, like I started drinking when I was 14 years old. You know, I'm 30, 37 now. I'll be 38 in January. So four years ago, I'm 34. It just, you know, um, feeling real bad. And like I would eat and feel terrible, like bad, bad, like nauseous, sick. And I'm like, okay, this doesn't make sense. Like clearly some, like something's not adding up. Like you shouldn't eat and, and feel terrible. And then um, I started to get migraines, and they couldn't figure out why. Like, I was going to the hospital. I was getting CAT scans, spinal taps. I was on medication, all these things. And I go, oh, we don't know what it is. We don't know what it is. So now for me, I'm looking like, okay, clearly what I'm putting in my body isn't benefiting me in any way, sh- uh, shape, or form. So And, I'm, you know, I'm watching myself gain weight, be out of shape, exhausted, fatigued. And then um, also, too, I'm seeing people that I grew up seeing on tv start to pass away it's around my age you know like from entertainers to athletes i'm like yo he's 42 his heart stopped that doesn't make sense that was one dope vegan and this is the yogi chair athlete podcast hey hey you guys welcome back to another installment of the ytp this is episode 134 i'm jess your host and this is the place where every week we share stories of people looking finding and living their purpose it's a wide array for sure from Dr. Neil Barnard of episode 31 and Anton Kropichka of 65 to Mike Riley, the voice of Iron Man, who is our hundredth guest and high performance coach, Siri Lindley, number 39. That is such a good one. Oh my God. I want to say it's one of my favorites, but they're all one of my favorites. Our guests just blow me away. They are all treasures on this earth. And if you're new to the show, then subscribe and get listening. The Yogi Triathlete Podcast archives rock. Don't forget to go back for a second and third listen. We've been dropping wisdom bombs on this community since 2016. And today, we up the ante once again. Brandon Williams is a powerhouse of change. For years, he was vegging on the couch, not eating well, not feeling well, drinking too much, and living in a negative community. He was entrenched, yet he describes that there was always something within him telling him that it could be better. With just enough money in his pocket to pay rent and buy food, he and his son left their world behind for a new shot at living in San Diego. And for certain, it wasn't easy, a struggle in fact, but today's episode shows us yet another amazing story as a result of taking risk. BJ and I recently saw Alex Hunold's Free Solo, and oh my god, I had a spiritual experience during that movie. It was total mastery. But my favorite quote was when he said, you face your fears because your goals demand it. And that's really what it takes. It's facing the fear of moving away from striving for certainty all the time. It's super scary. I know because I've lived it. I am living it. Both Beej and I can tell you beyond doubt that it's where all of our potential lies. And I'm so psyched to share today's chat with you guys. So let's just dive in. Full of love, discipline, and vegan muscle, I gift you our convo with the ultimate dope vegan machine, Brandon Williams. And then I heard you you like to hang out with other dope-ass vegans, so I was like, he's got to hang out with us. He's got to hang out with us. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
So thanks so much for coming today, Brandon. Thank you. Psyched to have you. you here. We've been following you on Instagram for a little while, and you know, you just really are such the poster child for you know being vegan yeah. and the people that we want to bring to the forefront because you're no joke, right? Thank you. You, thank you, you thank can you. crush both BJ and I probably <laughs> in one hand. Hopefully, it won't come to that. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, you know, that you, you've built so much muscle on a plant-based diet yeah. and you weren't always a dope-ass vegan. No, I was not. No, not you enough. weren't. No, I So was. let's, um, let's jump into your story. You grew up in LA, you told yeah. me, and then you, what brought you down here to San Diego 12 years ago? I came to San Diego just to get a new leash on life, better opportunity, better quality of living. Where I was at just wasn't good. You know, and I, I knew that if I didn't leave where I was at, I would continue the, the same cycle, same habits. So uh, I was like, you know, let me get away from it. So came here to San Diego for a new start, and it's been wonderful. Well, let's back up then. What, uh, what did life look like in L.A.? What was what was the motivator that you were between like, LA, get out of here? Between L.A. and the Inland Empire, it was a lot of uh, just negativity from um, gang affiliation, uh, just not being positive, alcoholism, uh, just being real self-destructive and not seeing anything positive around me and thinking, okay, like this is it. Like, so, you know, I'm seeing everyone above me not do nothing. So this is pretty much the steps that I'm going to follow. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but at the same time, I always had like this feeling and voice in my head, like, nah, this can't be it. Like, 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 like this is not how this is supposed to end. Like, there's more out there, and let's get to it. So um, the first chance I got to finally get away from it, I did, and I've never looked back. I love that. So you yeah. just had you you had an intuitive voice that yeah. was like, there's yeah. got to be a better way. Got to be a better and way. And I yeah. had that same voice, like, there's got to be a better way. So, mm-hmm. m- you know, m- my essence was a little different, maybe, that I was just completely controlled by my mind and anxiety mm-hmm. and just unworthiness and judgment. And I was yeah. like, God, there's got to, I know there's happy people in this yeah, world. Yeah. And I was always fit. I was always working out, mm-hmm. but that doesn't always, it's gotta, it's gotta be the whole recipe. It's gotta be the whole thing. Yeah. It's I gotta agree. be the whole recipe, everything. And so, you know, sometimes, especially when you need to make a change, your environment is too strong to make that change. Yeah, You've got to change your environment. Got to. And I think that there is, um, and I've done this in, in my life that, you know, there's been times where I've moved because I was in search of like, okay, it's just, I'm going to be happier when I'm out there, mm-hmm. but not doing the work to get happier, mm-hmm. thinking yeah. that the, the change in location was going to work, but it will work if you bring that change and that will to change along mm-hmm. with you and get out of the environment. And I think, you know, we grew up in New England. We love New England. But really for us to do the work that we need to do in this world, we had yeah. to leave. And we were yeah. we just had this voice that was saying, you got to get to California. Nice, nice, nice. And so you had that same voice that said, you got to get voice. to San Diego. Got to, got to, yeah. I find a lot of people from L.A. come down to San Diego. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, <laughs> like it's honestly, like, it's, it's kind of, sh- it's hard to meet someone from San Diego out here. Like, yeah. e- everyone's a transplant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's cool. So um, you came down just by yourself? Uh, no, nah, it was me and uh, my son, and we just came down here and just, uh, I started with nothing. Like, I, I came out here literally with enough to, like, pay rent and get some food. Like, no furniture, no family, no real friends, just, you know, me and them, and uh, just started from the bottom. And it was definitely a uh, struggle at first. Like, like it, it wasn't easy at all. 
But um, I was locked in, like, I'm going to make it happen. And that's what I did. So. You had the belief. Had to, yeah. You got to yeah. have the belief. Got to, got to. And it's almost like, not that you want it to get to that intense struggle, mm -hmm. but it's like when you're in that intense mm -hmm. struggle, it's almost like you have no other choice yeah. than to be 100% yep. into what you believe into is it. possible. Yeah. Got to. And also, too, like, uh, I always tell people, like, as I said, like, I came out here with, you know, just enough to, you know, pay rent and get food, like... So many people I hear, they're afraid to do things because everything's not perfect or they don't have an answer for everything. And that's not how it works. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you really got to just take that chance and go things and figure things out on the fly as they go. Everything's not going to be perfect. So you got to just, you know, yeah, you won't have all the happen. answers at first. Yeah, and exactly. The same is, yeah. is we were talking about this. The same is probably with training too. Like mm -hmm. Your athletes want, well, I'll come train as soon as I get the right shorts. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And um, <laughs> let me wait till the first of the month oh, and man. let me get my diet cleaned up and or, all these or, excuses. Or right? the, when I like, let me get myself ready to start training with you. I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying. Like, if you're going to start training, you're going to start training. Like, I, like, there's no starter kit trainer to start training. Like, right. you either want to do it or you do it. So, so yeah, act. So, so act. Yeah, like, act. Just just carry that momentum forward. Yeah, and is that to. something... So you seem very... You were very adamant about being down here. Is that something that's always been in your life? Can you think back to when you were younger? Have you, were you an athlete? Did you... Oh, well, yeah. Well, you, I uh, grew up playing baseball. Okay. Like, I uh, loved baseball from t-ball up until the last few years of high school. Played baseball. So um, I was always active, but never worked out. And then, like, my uh, dad was from San Diego. So, like, I was always kind of, like, familiar with it. And uh, so it was something, you know, I, I seen it, at, you know, around, whatever. But um, I just knew that it was further enough away from where I was at, but not too far. You know what I'm saying? So um, this is where the universe brought me, and the universe doesn't make mistakes. So It doesn't. Yes. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It was a great thing. You have thing. complete faith yeah. that everything that you're choosing in the moment mm -hmm. will, in the end, come back to you. Yes. Not putting the hard limits on yourself. Like, exactly. I'm going to open this gym, and I'm going to you yeah. know, make millions by this day. <laughs> yeah. like, that just causes suffering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just be right where you are. Mm -hmm. And the more you look around, like, because we've been in the struggle, too, and and in those moments where it's like, whew, God, it can be so terrifying, yeah, right? Yeah, like, and yeah. you have you had a son that you're yeah. caring for, right? Mm -hmm. And to just look around in any moment and be like, but I'm okay right now. Yeah. Like, I'm all yeah. right right I'm, now. I'm good. I'm good. And like, like I've, I've, I've been in way worse situations than, you know, being somewhere new living. Like, I've been in very bad situations. So this is kind of like a cakewalk for me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm okay, you know? <laughs> so you had this calling to, you know, like you had to get out of the environment. Mm -hmm. But how much did the well-being of your son play into that? choice because uh, if you were stuck in this environment of negativity and yeah. and gangs and things like that like were you concerned for yourself? of course son? of course because i didn't i didn't want him or them period to uh experience that because i know that the, the 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 emotional effects that it has on you and just i wanted like as i said break that cycle you know what i'm saying so i just wanted to get them away and show them like yo like there's more out there like don't think you have to stay stuck somewhere don't think that this is how your story goes. Like, you dictate how things will unfold. So I just want to, you know, give them that uh, opportunity that I didn't have growing up. So, yeah, it was a huge factor getting them out of it. 
So you come down here and it's it's not easy, but do you start mm. working somewhere? Like how uh, are you making ends yeah, meet? Yeah, you know, working at warehouses, you know. But you're still, you're not vegan, you're not. Oh, no, 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 You're no, not working not. out. Yeah, like, none of that. Still, still had to, Um, I mean, I was still, I was out of the environment, but I still had years of those bad habits and, you know, things that I was doing from drinking, thinking that it's okay. Like, oh, you know, it's okay if I drink, so I'm still paying my bills. Or, you know, I, I. I still go to work, so yeah. drinking is okay. When and I'm only going to drink on the weekends. Exactly. Or I'm only going to drink on Wednesday night and yeah. Sunday yeah. night. And the, <laughs> exactly. The bargaining yeah. and the deals yeah, exactly, and, like exactly. every addict yeah. does. Yeah, right, exactly. So uh, <laughs> still doing stuff like that. And um, one thing that another um, habit I had to break was I would always try, like, the moment I, you know, got a little bit of something or got my foot in the door, I'm immediately turning around trying to bring somebody else in. Like, hey, look, it's better over here. It's better over here, but over here. And so many times I did that, I ended up dragging myself back out that door, you know, back away from the opportunity because now I'm carrying weight that I'm not ready to handle yet or people that aren't ready themselves to, to make those transitions. So that um, trying to, you know, bring people along that I should have been breaking away from so I can fix myself really hurt me for years and years and years. So between that, alcoholism, so it was really just trying to break those cycles. And that was the hardest thing for me was uh, no longer doing those those type of things. Yeah, because it's it's a well-paved path yeah. in your behavior. Yeah. And it's a known. It's a known. Uh, yeah. There's yeah. nothing, yeah. there's no better way to waste your energy mm -hmm. than to try and bring someone in to change that's not ready. Oh, man. Man, yeah. we've all been there, though, <laughs> yeah. right? We've yeah. all yeah. been there, like, yeah. with, you know, when I started meditating, it's like, mm -hmm. everybody's got to meditate. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. yes, I do still believe that. <laughs> yeah, but, but I found it to be very it. unhelpful mm -hmm. to just yell it at people, mm -hmm. you know, like, you need to meditate. Yeah. And, you know, the vegan way of eating and just mm -hmm. how it by all accounts we were healthy before we went vegan and then yeah. we went vegan it was like what yeah, you yeah, can yeah. hit higher yeah, levels yeah. like you can feel better that's crazy <laughs> so a lot of people i think that they just don't know how bad they feel mm -hmm. so when did you start to realize like how bad you felt i would say the, the the tipping point for me was about four years ago and um, I was like, like a shade under 270 pounds, uh, was really drinking a lot. You know, like I started drinking when I was 14 years old. You know, I'm 30, 37 now. I'll be 38 in January. So four years ago, I'm 34. It just, you know, um, feeling real bad. And like I would eat and feel terrible, like bad, bad, like nauseous, sick. And I'm like, okay, this doesn't make sense. Like clearly some, like something's not adding up. Like you shouldn't eat and, and feel terrible. And then um, I started to get migraines, and they couldn't figure out why. Like, I was going to the hospital. I was getting CAT scans, spinal taps. I was on medication, all these things. And I go, oh, we don't know what it is. We don't know what it is. So now for me, I'm looking like, okay, clearly what I'm putting in my body isn't benefiting me in any way, sh uh, shape, or form. So, and, um, you know, I'm watching myself gain weight, be out of shape, exhausted, fatigued. And then um, also, too, I'm seeing people that I grew up seeing on TV start to pass away as around my age, you know, like from entertainers to athletes. And I'm like, yo, he's 42. His heart stopped. That doesn't make sense. Um, I was seeing people, you know, pass away and dying from what, you know, society likes to say natural causes. And I'm just like, you know, like, nah, your heart doesn't stop at 42 for no reason. You know, you don't get this disease. You don't get that. So, um, you know, just looking around, seeing things, I'm like, something needs to change. Like the way I feel, the way I'm living isn't 
helping me, you know, um, live a healthy, positive lifestyle. So uh, my aunt, she's been vegan for over 30 years, right? So I've always kind of seen her. So, you know, like, and, and she, she's not the type to, you know, say, oh, you have to do this. You better do this. This is the right she's way. She's just living the example. Yeah, she's just over there. That's the most powerful yeah, way to listen Doing to the headstands, <laughs> running Zumba classes at 61. Like, hey, if you want to come over here, for sure. You know what I'm saying? If not, you know, good luck, right? So I'm seeing that, seeing her and my uncle. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me... Let me try over here. You know, let me, let me see what this uh, the whole vegan lifestyle is about. Now, where do they about. live? Were they close to you? They're in uh, Whittier. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's close, but not that close. But you were in touch with them. You were, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're uh, very close. So, so um, she was she was vegan for, she's been vegan for 30 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's been, in, oh, I love this woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. She's like your life <laughs> yeah, the yeah. whole time. Like, yeah, just yeah. like, oh, he's coming. It's yeah, just yeah. going to take some time. <laughs> exactly. And she's just doing her thing. Doing her thing, yeah. Just, just yep. doing her thing yes. and letting everybody see it. Exactly. Oh, I yes. love her. Yeah, That's... She's, she's amazing, right? So kind of, you know, just seeing her. So I'm like, you know, let me give this a shot, you know, because I'm like, what I'm eating isn't helping me. And, and even like I would eat, you know, chicken sandwich, whatever, and I would just be grossed out by it. And now you're in your feeding. So at this point, you've got two kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right? yeah, your yeah. little one's how old again? The, 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 the little, youngest one? The she's littlest four. one. Yeah, yeah. Love her. We yeah, got to freeze her yeah. just where she is. I know, right? All I've seen one video, I'm like, I want to eat this girl up. She's so cute. Yeah, so you've amazing. got two at this point, yeah, right? Yeah. And I'm assuming they're following suit. They're, uh, I mean, are they eating the way you're eating? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, they're with me, whatever. So um. So it's like you're putting stuff in your body that's making you not feel good. Mm-hmm. Your children are putting stuff in your like. Mm-hmm. Was there a point where you were like, wait a minute. I came down here. To get out of yeah, yeah. what wasn't good for yeah, me. Yeah, and I'm still in what's not good for me. Still still in it. And of course, you know, it, how you're moving is going to attract the same type of energy and, and, and certain people. So I'm seeing all the negative people around me, just the feeling. So I'm like, I need to make a complete lifestyle change, a total 180, like change, you know, like, you know, just uh, cold, as like I say, tofurkey. I uh, went vegan, got into fitness and stopped drinking alcohol all at the same time. Like, didn't do no baby steps, just did it. One day. Just Yeah, just one day. And, and, and it's always, uh, like I tell people, because you know I tell someone I'm vegan, and they're all, oh, I can never do that. I love meat too much. And I said, my man, I said that the day before I went vegan. You know what I'm saying? Like, like just trust me. Like, if, if it clicks, it clicks. Yeah, just did that. Got so did in you the... wake up one day and say, I'm done? Yeah, or yeah. did you plan it the night before? No, nah, no. Nah, it was just one day. I was like, I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm not doing this no more. You know, went and got a gym membership and I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I, I didn't know, like, no one gave me an instruction manual on how to be vegan. No one gave me an instruction manual of how to work out. It was just like, okay, I'm going to just figure this out. Like, because the other side isn't good, isn't working for me. So let's make the complete change. So uh, I think that's kind of a limiter, like a, a wall for so many people. It's like their life doesn't suck enough. Yeah, where they're yeah. just like going into the unknown. It's just mm-hmm. like, all right, I, I don't even care if it's the unknown because yeah. as we know, like we, I got to get the right gym shorts and mm-hmm. I got to get in shape and mm-hmm. before I can start working out and all of these delays, it's like, okay, your situation is kind of sucky that you mm-hmm. want to make a change, but it's not sucky enough yeah. where you're willing to just be like, okay, screw the right show. I'm going to just wear jeans to this first training set. Yeah, it, like it, I it, just want to show up and get it's better. It's because like the way I see it, like nowadays everybody wants things laid out for them. 
Like they want, like, oh, it's gonna. This is the step by step by step. Here's the answer. He's here's a cheat pill. Here's the end result. Like that's what they want. Like no one wants, like, yo, the uncertainty, the hard work, the commitment. You know, like when people say, like, oh, I, I could never do that. I can't go vegan. You know, I'm, I'm too tempted. I'm like, well, then, how would you ever be in a committed relationship? Because you can be with someone. And there's still going to be the, the opposite sex out there or whoever you're with out there that you're not with. So are, are you going to tell your partner, like, oh, you know, I know I'm committed, but I was outside and uh, <laughs> I saw this other girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just couldn't say no to it. Like, nah, if you committed something, you're committed. So, you know, being vegan is the same way or, or, or getting into fitness is the same thing. So it's all about mentally locking in. So uh, a lot of people have the problem doing that, mentally locking in, because they want to use every excuse or they want it laid out for them, you know. So it's unfortunate, but luckily I was able to do it, you know, and now I'm just trying to, you know, inspire others to do the same. So how do you mentally lock in, which that's like my new favorite I, yeah, I phrase love that ever. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're stealing it. How do, you <laughs> mentally, how do you mentally lock in? You just do it. Like, you just have to do it. Like, you have to want the best for yourself. You, you have to want, and you have to look at the facts. Like, stop, you know, um, having the, uh, what I call the parrot effect. Like, like people just want to just blurt shit that, oh, I'm sorry, I don't know if I can cuss. Oh, you, you can say whatever you want. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> say right. whatever you want. They just want to blurt shit that they heard, you know, because, like, a parrot can will talk, but it has no idea what it's saying. It's just repeating what it heard someone say, you know, so like someone, ah, couldn't go vegan, bro. What about protein, bro? Like, you know, <laughs> ah, I can never do that. Like, like, how about you stop for a minute and think for yourself or see, you know, you can't complain about something, but then don't want no explanation to it or not uh, execute or exhaust every option out there. Like, you can't just say, no, I, I can't do this. No, that, that's not right. Well, I heard, well, I heard, well, I heard, you know, so, um, yeah, you just got to just mentally just commit. You just, have, you just have to want to do it. I think the difference between like the parrot effect and like what you did and, mm -hmm. and how we live is it's experience. Like we were willing to have our experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were actually just talking about this with our meditation teacher yesterday. Like we were, he was just saying like, you don't mm -hmm. need books. Yeah, like, yeah. like just have an experience. Yeah, like you've got yeah. everything you need yeah. inside. You've got mm -hmm. your teacher inside. Like mm -hmm. the, the world is going to show you exactly what you need to learn mm -hmm. and exactly what you need to do. I like that. Tr yeah. Just yeah. have a freaking experience. Yeah. Because that's what that's, you know, people want to be authentic and they want to have their authentic message. Mm -hmm. And it's never going to be authentic if you're just reading a book and mm -hmm. then just regurgitating yeah just mm -hmm. regurgitating mm -hmm. what yeah, yeah. Uh, the what? movie we were just watching with Matt Damon the, uh, he's in that bar oh in uh, good will good will hunting. hunting that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah the guy just regurgitates all this stuff from the books that he's read and mm -hmm. Matt Damon just like just puts him to puts shame him to yeah, yeah 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 and just uh, having your experience I think is so important and this is I, I realize that all these messages that we get that are mm -hmm. so inspiring that are like, oh my gosh, I'm drawn to that person. I love mm -hmm. what they're doing with their life. I want to make that kind of change. All they're doing is sharing their experience. Yeah. You know, and that's what we do on the show. And that's why you're nice. sitting here because we want to share your experience yeah. about how you did this, how you mentally locked in. And, you know, I do think that there's people, I'm one of them, that's mm -hmm. just hardwired to be very disciplined once they make their mind mm -hmm. up. And so I understand the mentally locked in. It's like the mentally locked in is it's not about creating a habit of being focused. It's about breaking the habit of being so distracted. Yeah. 
and all the temptation mm-hmm. and all the distraction. It's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's pervasive in our society. And so, but if you can just mentally lock into yeah. the experience that you're having in, in a moment, there's so much information there to take you to where you need to go. A whole lot. A whole yeah. lot. How, were there rough patches? Like, were you like, oh, I don't really like this food because you were digging meat the day before? Yeah, well, not. I mean, I would never say I didn't like it because, I mean, vegan food is food. You know, like, like people act like it's some crazy concoction that's never been had before. Like it's vegetables, it's fruit, it's grains, it's rice, you know, it's just so, like there's nothing wrong there, you know. Um, so like the only thing that it was like, I would say I had like a short detox period, you know, and, and it's like and I, I tell people that's going to happen. It's like because you're you're reprogramming your body, you're cl- cleansing out your body. So it's like if getting off of drugs or alcohol, like your body's been so used to a certain substance or a certain thing for so long. Yeah, it's going to go into a little shock. You're going to have a little thing for a little while. You can get through it. I promise you, you know, so it was, you know, just c- kind of going through that. You know, but um, other than that, nah, because my thing is I knew what the other side looked like. So I'm like, I'm good. Like, you know, but whatever I'm going through is well worth it as opposed to where I was at. So um, no real rough patches. I would say like the hardest thing was dealing with all the negativity and the ignorance from the other people, like the comments, the questions and stuff like that. That was the most hard thing to, to deal with. How but, did you navigate that? Um, cause people are making fun of you. Oh yeah, of they're course. Asking, they're just, oh, the, the bad jokes are oh, so oh, oh, it's terrible. It's, it's terrible. Like honestly, like what I do, I would just fire back at them. That's it. <laughs> just fire some shit right back at them. And you know, I'm a smart ass. So like I'm the last person to come talking, you know, some, some dumb stuff too. So firing stuff back at, <laughs> like, you know, firing stuff back at them. And, um, then eventually just not responding anymore eventually it's like okay you know you got it all right you know what i'm saying because because i uh at first you know uh once i got into it i I was trying to you know still like hey you know learn about this 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 and you can't do that so it's like hey if you want to talk to me cool if not i have nothing to say about it you know feel how you feel shoot what you want to shoot so yeah the hardest thing was you know dealing with people's comments but other than that yeah i mean that's the best thing you can do is just be quiet yeah yeah because you'll get frustrated because you'll get mm-hmm. in that loop and they're not ready. Yeah, at all. They're absolutely not ready. And it's so hard because mm-hmm. you've seen the view, right? You know how beautiful that mm-hmm. view is. Yeah, like how yeah. much opportunity and potential mm-hmm. is there. But you can't you can't pull you can't. anybody else up that mountain. Like you, you said, it's exhausting. It'll yeah. pull you back down. Yeah. Definitely will. Definitely will. So what about <clears throat> on the other side of things, though? Uh-huh. Like you, your community around you seeing the transformation. Like not the negative negativity, but they're coming up to you and they're saying like, "Wow, Brandon, like, what are you doing?" Well, yeah, like, like, of course, you know, once I got into the gym heavy and, and learned that, got my routine and the body transformation, I get approached like, "Oh man, you're jacked, you're in shape. I see you in here doing your thing every day. What do you do?" And then you hit them with the, "Oh, well, you know, I work out seven days a week." First off, that's like, "Oh God, wow." What, what about a rest day? And oh, oh I I'm gonna never. get hurt. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get hurt. And I'm like, okay, no, you won't. You know, <laughs> then the question of, well, what do you eat comes, you know, and it's like, oh, shit. That's, you know, because like, I already know where it's gonna go once you drop that bomb to them. <laughs> so, you know, you tell them I'm vegan. And 
they'll like you'll see them like have like a system malfunction like right in front of you like they'll like i'm vegan and all of a sudden it's like wait but no but and then the parrot effect right what about protein right but you can't gain muscle right and it's like never mind i'm looking right at you and i just talked about how you know your physique is and how great you are and how hard you work now i'm going to tell you it's impossible because of what you told me uh that you're vegan so um some people you know reacted that way then Others were really inspired. Like, oh, wow, okay. That's where you want to spend yeah, your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, so, you know, let me start paying attention to this guy. So, um, it was, um, I would say, once I kind of broke away from, like, the old groups and kind of, like, you know, found my own lane in, in, in the fitness industry and then got within the vegan community, that's where I was really embraced quick, you know what I'm saying? Um so they saw it because, you know, because uh, one thing I learned, like, there's still a lot within the vegan community that struggle with, you know, fitness and things like that. So, like, they would, so just inspiring them was really dope to me. So, you know. Yeah, because, as you know, it's got to be the full recipe. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be yeah, the whole yeah. thing. It's mm-hmm. got to be the mind. It's got to be the body. To. It's got to be yeah. the spirit. It's got to, like, are you having joy in your mm-hmm. life? Like, it's, it's. It's uh, it's everything. Yeah. It's it's not just one thing. It's it, and it's definitely not just protein. It's awesome. It's definitely not, not just not, protein. It's not, it's not. So what? So let's dive into the body transformation a little mm-hmm. bit because I'm assuming you weren't super fit. No, no. Not so were you overweight? Were extremely overweight. Like I said, I, I was a shade under 270 pounds. So I had the big belly, the fat face. You had the. You, know? you had like the. Um, Death by natural causes. Yeah, yeah, body. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was coming, just real bloated. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have any? Did you? I mean, you had the migraines, yeah. right? We talked about the mm-hmm. migraines, and were there other thing, other markers, cholesterol, uh, I mean, j- or? J- j- uh, not that, but just like body aches, like standing up and everything popping, you know, and mm. things falling asleep, and just you know, just looking in and just seeing your body just pretty much just fade away, you know, just, just up break down. So, um. The transformation was really good for me, you know, and I would say it took about like just under a year to really see like an extreme transformation. But um, what happened in that year? uh, Just a lot of training and clean eating, you know, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I still enjoyed all, you know, the the mock meats and the the processed stuff from the festivals definitely did. But. Just a lot of training, just seven days a week, just training, 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 and that being my lifestyle. You know, like, like you can't, like, uh, like a lot of people want to kind of, you know, hopscotch with like, oh, well, I'll, you know, work out a day or two and then I'll drink a smoothie and I should be fine. And it's like, nah, it doesn't work like that. You know, it, it, <laughs> that's, that's not how it goes. Like, you got to build that habit, that the habit. It has to be a habit, has to be a habit. So seven days a week training staying committed to the uh vegan plant-based lifestyle and also to surrounding myself with like-minded people or being completely fine with being alone you know what i'm saying like walking okay, away yeah like, yeah like, like okay yeah yeah like i'm cool because i gotta work on myself because if i'm not right won't anything be right you know and i can't help in, anybody else so we're just committing to that so the, the transformation came from just seven days a week just hard work and what was the feedback from your kids they, uh, I mean, same type of thing. Like, oh, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. You're crazy. You're crazy. You know, oh, going to the gym again. Oh, you're crazy. You Did know. they follow at any time or have they? Um, they do now. Like, 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 like they see it now. But I mean, initially, like a lot of times, like in these days and times too, people think that people just do stuff like quick show. 
like, oh, it's a phase, it's a fad, it's a wave. You know what I'm saying? So, th- so they don't really take you serious. Mm-hmm. Like the same way, like, like you'll see someone compliment you at first, like, all right, man, all right, big dog, I, 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 I see you. And then once they really see that you're doing it, those compliments stop. Like, oh, wait, oh, damn, he's really at it. Oh, he's really working. Damn it. You know, and then their insecurities come in. Yeah, you, be, you yeah. become a threat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you exactly. become a threat. Yeah, and yeah. the people that, that see you as that threat, they're going to fall away from your mm-hmm. life. As mm-hmm. you continue to go down this kind of yep. clean street mm-hmm. and creating more joy and mm-hmm. self-love and satisfaction mm-hmm. in your life, you know, those folks will fall away. And yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. And you never know. I mean, it always blows me away when I hear from somebody that I had a random conversation with, Mm -hmm. like, you know, on the street years ago, and then they'll reach out and be like, okay, I'm ready. Yeah. It's like, what? What? Yeah, You're yeah. like, oh my God, I totally remember that conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? It's, it just happened. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah, yeah it's course. actually just happened nice. a couple times this week and it's just amazing. So it's mm-hmm. every conversation counts, you know? Yeah, every exchange does. counts. Yep. But you have to be number one. Gotcha. You have to be. Mm-hmm. And so that does mean walking away. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really, like when we started walking this path and, and you know, and then adding meditation to it and then not really drinking, you know, nobody invites you anywhere or anything. So you kind of end up being by yourself mm-hmm. anyway. But it's like, you've got to take care of yourself. And self-love, I think, is like such a big one for people that they just don't know how to love themselves. And I think that love is of yourself is just a byproduct of taking care of yourself. Yeah. Like it's just come as a byproduct of you changing your life and mm-hmm. being a better dad and being yeah. now you're a business owner. And now this is like your profession, Yeah, it which is, is no, yeah, I mean, yeah. we love it. We go out for a run. I'm like, this is my job. Yeah, this yeah, is amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. because anything is possible. If you definitely believe in is, it, definitely is. Yeah, it's absolutely correct. So you're saying it is about a year to make that transformation with your body. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you started to, go, I mean, cause you went vegan and you started moving yeah. the body pretty intensely right away. Did you have a significant drop at the beginning, like of weight? Oh yeah, of course. I mean, I went from like, you know, 270 to about, you know, like 230, mm-hmm. 230 to 220, 230 to uh, 215. But uh, also like I, like I trained for that, you know, uh, uh, like I tell people, like it, it, it isn't guaranteed. Like people think, oh, I'm gonna go vegan magic pill. This is gonna go away. It's gonna drop. Like you should still be active. Like, like granted, you can lose weight, but you want to have a, a, a sustainable lifestyle of, of how you do it. So um, yeah, it was definitely the, the uh, weight drop, but it came from training and, and a lot of cardio. Have any of those people that were like, yeah, I see you, uh-huh. you know, or they're like the ones that are like yeah. hanging on every word? Have you mm-hmm. seen any? significant changes with anyone that um has come to you or noticed you um no i see them trying to do what i do now like they want to do my end result not the the work the work yeah like, they want yeah they yeah, want to be yeah, you now yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they're, fi- hit, they're yeah. figuring it out they're finding <laughs> their way they yeah. would hit, hit rewind and be like come see yeah yeah see yeah, me yeah, yeah go through ago. all that yeah, yeah. see me yeah. When I was living in LA, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. that's what doesn't get shown yeah. enough of. Yeah. yeah. This process of, and people see these professional athletes and they're like, mm-hmm. I just want to do that. Like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. And then they sign up for the 12 week program and they eat and, mm-hmm. and they don't get the results and they stop. Yep. Right. right. And they, and, and they and don't see when they were like living with like five, like we had a friend over last night, he was a professional mm-hmm. triathlete and he was talking about the early days and he's just like, 
people don't understand. Like we were like, had like six guys in this like nasty place yeah. where we were living yeah. and we yeah. had no AC and it was mm-hmm. out in the hallway and it was so hot. And, we were just mm-hmm. like the training races, and We eating. had to win the race to get yeah. the money to yeah. pay, to yeah. pay rent yeah. for the next day. And yeah. if we didn't, we, our careers would be over. Like yeah. we'd yeah. have to start again. Yeah, it's like, you know, uh, like I tell people, like, I used to walk to the gym or I caught the bus to the gym. You know, like, like, like nothing was going to stop me from doing it. Like, like, you have to be like that committed. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, I, I, you can't like, oh, it's not easy. I ain't going. Or I'm having a bad day. I ain't going. Like, you have to be thoroughly committed to it, you know. Or, you know, um, with, with being vegan, like, yeah, you're hungry. So, but you can't eat what's there right now. So don't eat it. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 stay committed. Like, like, don't do it. Like, don't let your family, you know, bully you into, you know, thinking like, oh, if I go home for the holidays, I'm gonna have to, or you know, my mom did. Like, no, nah, like, you, you have to stay committed. You got to fight through all the comments, all the negativity. You know, like, like the whole thing. It so. just it brings you so much on the other side yeah. of it, though. Like, I wouldn't change anything yeah. for the work that I've put in to be where I am today. Where does it come in when you're like, I want to start doing this? Personal training came in like that wasn't my goal at first. But after like the first, you know, year, two years of, uh, you know, working on myself, you know, I get approached by people, people seeing the change. And I'm a gym rat. So I'm like, hmm, why don't I get paid for this? You know, and and on top of that, more importantly, back when I was out of shape, one uh, excuse I would always use for not working out was, well, I don't know what I'm doing, but I need a personal trainer. But they're too expensive. Y'all are too, you know, too expensive, too expensive. But, you know, one day I'll get a personal trainer. So now that I'm, you know, on the other side of the fence, I'm like, why don't I become for people like myself what I used to say that I needed? So let me, now that I've crossed that finish line, let me go back now and, you know, start helping people and get them going. So uh, personal training just, you know, came naturally. As I say, the, the universe doesn't make mistakes. So I uh, did that and... I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. You know, it uh, keeps me focused, keeps me healthy. And uh, now, you know, I I get to help and inspire others and motivate others. And I've been doing that for just under three years now. So that journey that you had, all these experiences Mm -hmm. that you had is exactly what you're able to share with the people who, Exactly. I don't want to, I don't know if they text you or whatever, like I'm not going to meet you for personal training tomorrow. You're like, you better. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) You're setting that habit. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I know it all too well. Mm -hmm. Like you're not, you're setting the habit where you're not going to come in. Like you need to come in. Yeah. Like even if you just come in and just see me, like just come in. Yeah, just come in. Like the house, like get here. There's bad days. Cause you know, like you got to teach them that it's not just working out. You got to change your whole lifestyle. You got to change the whole mindset. You got to change what you watch, who you hang around with. All those things have to change because all that matters because getting into shape isn't just physical. It's mental and emotional uh, as well. You know? So yeah, I, I, I preach all that. You got to do all that. Yeah. Everything leaves an impression Mm -hmm. on us. Like even if we were to walk into a restaurant and our backs to the TV or we don't even know the TV's there, Mm -hmm. but it's some just horrible, I don't know, whatever it is, fear-based information just pumping through, right? Mm -hmm. That's going to leave an impression on you because your mind is not, your mind doesn't just like, you're not just through your eyes. Like you are an organism that's absorbing energy. And Mm -hmm. so if that energy's around, like that's going to leave an impression on you. Absolutely. And so, yeah, you start to get, we, uh, I lead this meditation, online meditation and mindful living group. And we tell people like, 
be really stingy about mm-hmm. who you tell that you're not feeling well or mm-hmm. that, you know, it's really hard because if people aren't walking this path, if they're not committed and disciplined, mm-hmm. they're going to say, oh, I'm so sorry, yeah. you know, and then they become the victim. And it's like, there's no power in that. Yeah. Show up, go to the gym, even if you mm-hmm. just drive there, right? Yeah. Just drive there. And I know you see it, BJ, being... um yeah being a coach and you probably Mm -hmm. see it too is just when people struggle with that lack of commitment how Mm -hmm. do you as a coach work with that or are you okay with just letting them go if they need to go if if they need to go gotta let them go because you like once again you can't force things on people can't force can't force like they have to want to do it you know i can just you know just try to you know set the bar set the example lead by example but at the same time i can't force you to do it and i can't do it for you so it's all about, you know, just uh, finding people that are really ready to do it. And those that aren't like maybe I'm just that small seed that's going to grow into you, you know, eventually or just get you going. You know, like um, it's like I always say, like uh, everyone you come across isn't meant to uh, finish your journey with you. Some are just small stop signs. Some are exits. Some are just little speed bumps. So if I'm just that little small little bump that you'll remember, you know, next time you see a pothole or something like, okay, let me, let me go around that. Let me, you know, let me fill this one. You know, I'm okay with that because I'm not going to force nothing on you. Like, because it just doesn't help them or me. Did you have to come? <clears throat> Maybe I'm asking this personally. That's fine. Has, <laughs> did you come to some like finding when you were able to do that? Because, you know, instances where you're working and you're, you're investing your time and energy mm-hmm. and you see the potential mm-hmm. and they just stop mm-hmm. and they move on. Mm-hmm. And does anything linger inside? And I know you have to, to let them go, but is there any process you go through? Is there any like, um, you know, maybe just some meditation or anything that you do where you're, you're, you feel compassion for them because you know that they have mm-hmm. that in them but you're okay with letting them go and you're okay to to, to shift gears and move forward mm-hmm. like that space right there there's so much potential to linger in it and mm-hmm. and wish them like yeah, oh, like, yeah, oh yeah. man they don't even know what they're getting into like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, come yeah. On. or like peace and harmony peace and harmony. be on yeah, your way but, and come back when yeah, you're ready honestly it's as simple as okay all right you're just fine yeah, you're just I, I just detach yeah just detach and, and uh that's something like i don't know if it was just from like the way i grew up like detachment isn't an issue for me like i'm very easy to be like okay all right you know <laughs> like mm-hmm. you gotta go i gotta go things will work out and and um and like i keep saying o- over and over again i can't say enough like the, like the, i always say the universe doesn't make mistakes and like i i don't just say it just to say it so like like it's happening like it's happening that way for a reason Mm -hmm. so me throwing a fit about it holding on to it doing thing isn't gonna help in any way so it doesn't help in any way and when we resist what's happening or we say like god but that person needs to change i'm gonna go talk to them they Mm -hmm. need to change what the message we're putting out into the world is, oh, hey, universe, I know you like created this whole yeah, thing yeah, and like yeah, you got yeah, that pretty yeah, good, yeah, but like yeah. you actually made a mistake over yeah, here. Yeah. This person shouldn't be where they are right mm-hmm, now. They mm-hmm. need to come and they need to work with me. Yep. And I can't tell you, I mean, I definitely, I'm a human, right? So I get mm-hmm. that, like, oh my God, I just wish that person would come and work with me, yeah, yeah. you know? But 
I'm also okay with like, all right, I'm just yeah, gonna, I'm gonna to. hold compassion for their suffering because man, I have been there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've I have been there. Been so there. You got to figure it out. You know, exactly. Yeah. So what is, um, why do you think it's so important to train seven days a week? Um, it's like, cause it's, it's like I say, like you sleep seven days a week, right? You eat seven days a week, you walk seven days a week, you think seven days a week. So why, like you need to maintenance your body seven days a week. That doesn't mean you got to be a workout warrior and going crazy seven days a week, but take care of yourself every single day. It's a lifestyle, you know, um, you know, it's like a, like I say about like uh, cars, you know, people, you know, like you can't be like, oh, I'm only going to put gas in my car on, you know, days that I have to go somewhere, you know, like, no, you're going to always have gas in your car. You're going to always maintenance your car. You're going to always turn your car on. Like, you're not going to push your car one day. Like, oh, to save gas, I'm going to just push it every day, you know, today. You know what I'm saying? Like, or I no. can't drive it on Monday because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's my car's rest yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you, you yeah. got to just, you know, you got to take care of your body every single day. Like, it, it, it's so important. You know, uh, rest days, I feel, set you back. Or like I say to people, I'm resting right now. You see me not at the gym. See me, right now, I'm resting. As I'm, as I'm doing this interview, I'm resting. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then I'm going to work out again later on. You know, and um, it's all about, you know, training your, yourself for, you know, and it's, it's great therapy. The same way you might want to talk to someone every day or, you know, instead of, you know, having that drink to calm you down through a long day, exercise. And I promise you, you'll feel a million times better than you will from having that drink. You know what I'm saying? I promise you, you will. I guarantee you will. You know, so, yeah. I was going to say, when I, when I got off of caffeine for a while, <clears throat> I would have that fatigue. Mm -hmm. And so you have two choices. You can take a nap mm -hmm. and, like, give in yeah, to yeah, the fatigue, yeah. <laughs> right? Or go to sleep. Or actually go out and move. Yeah. And we were doing this. I I was doing it a lot more because I was coming off some strong caffeine addiction. Mm -hmm. And I would just start moving, like, go out and... And it helps to have a dog, you know, yeah, you yeah, go for a walk yeah. or run. And I came back and I was recharged again for the mm -hmm. next nice, nice. two hours. Now that's yeah. not to say that I don't take naps yeah. to recover because <laughs> you stress the body. Yeah. It needs to rest. And in that rest period, it adapts. Yeah. So you need that cycle to continually go. Mm -hmm. Now, does that cycle need to be like four hard days? And then mm -hmm. they, I, I prescribe to the same philosophy. We both do. We love mm -hmm. seven days. Like keep yeah. it, keep it active. But don't do it for the full day obviously yeah, like you got to rest you got to rest and then you can stress again and that and and rest it but it's just so important to keep that that cycle going if that's mm -hmm. the momentum that you have every day mm -hmm. keep every day going you miss yeah. a day make sure you don't miss that second day exactly. like come right yeah. back yeah. and come back stronger mm -hmm. um that's just something we believe in i i think you know getting out and moving is is by far the best thing that you can do and yeah. especially like first thing in the morning and yeah. i don't know what you were going to go mm -hmm. to next but the fasting yeah in the morning yeah, yeah. We, we heard and this is something we've experimented with lately too one day a week we just we'll have our meal at eight o'clock at night mm -hmm. and then the next day we don't have anything and we'll do a session in the morning mm -hmm. maybe teach yoga and then we don't have something until 15 or 16 hours later mm -hmm. and we just feel like our bodies soak up that first meal and it's usually a smoothie or something yeah. really really high vibrational but in those hours in the morning our mm. and i don't know if you feel this but the acuteness and awareness yeah. gets super focused like uh -huh. you're very present and everything yeah. comes into light mm -hmm. and it's not a point where we're starving ourselves we just feel 
we just feel more alive, I guess you could yeah. say. No, I, I, yeah, I don't never eat before I work out. So like, Has it always been like that? Even yeah. when you were like couch potato guy, did you did you eat breakfast? Uh not really, but I mean I mean I was still eating, you know, I would eat, right. you know, like whenever I woke up in the day, you know, whatever. Right. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you never yeah, really yeah. were waking up. Yeah, at yeah, all. yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So um yeah, no, like but but like once I started working out, uh I realized quick like working out on a full stomach just wasn't for me. You know, I, I don't like the feeling. Like as you kinda of, what you were saying, like I wasn't like mentally locked in, wasn't really seeing things correctly. So um yeah, I don't eat like like I'll eat like like the night before, you know, around, you know, eight, nine o'clock and then won't eat nothing until the next day, like around maybe like twelve, yeah. one o'clock in the afternoon is when I'll have like like my first meal of the day. And what's that first meal usually? Oh, anything. Does I it want. vary? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's all you're not you're you're yeah. not counting your macros, your micros, nah, or your nah, protein. I don't do none of you're that. just eating food. Yeah, I, I I eat food. Listen to my body. The, you know, oh, uh, that's it. You know, because I I feel like if you start counting things and that you're now putting yourself on like a diet or on like a watch program as opposed as opposed to having a sustainable lifestyle. You know, you can't, oh, I can't eat this. Oh, I can't do this. Like, no, yes, you can. You know? Well, and you have this feedback system mm-hmm. called your body. Yeah, that's going to give exactly. you feedback and tell you how it feels, yeah, if it yeah. needs more yeah. or if it was too much. Exactly. And when we rely on numbers that we get from some calculation online, that is, com- it, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It will never be relevant mm-hmm. for your body. It, I would just want to say, because those numbers aren't for your body. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't saying? know whose body <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. for. I don't even know. Because <laughs> even as we've been sitting here, like yeah. my body's been like killing cancer cells yeah, yeah, and yeah. birthing new cells. Yeah, exactly. And like my blood chemistry is changing. Mm-hmm. My heart rate is changing. Everything is changing mm-hmm. right now. And my body's just working it's doing its wisdom and i I think that's that's what i love so much about the fasting so for years we've done our first workouts fasted nice for years we've done that and then we've we're extending it to like you know 17 hours or Mm -hmm. so and there's that one there's this one moment where i'll be like oh this is when i will usually eat Mm -hmm. and if you can just sit with that Mm-hmm. that's when I move into the hyper alert state where nice. your body's kind of looking. It's, yeah. it's saying, okay, we haven't been fed. And so, yeah. oh, but, oh, hey, I got so many calories and so much mm-hmm. stuff in here that mm-hmm. I can eat I'm and good. use for fuel. Yeah. And that's when I think you get into this like hyper alert stage. I love yeah. it. I love yeah. teaching yoga yeah. when I'm like that because nice. I'm just on and I'm just nice. like seeing and, you know, you're present and mm-hmm. you're just feeling what it feels like to allow your body to work. I think it's so important to allow your body to work. And so many people don't do that. Yeah. Even like these, this um, subscription of like eat, you know, 10 small meals a day. Mm-hmm. You're never giving your body like time to fully digest. No, yeah, you're not. Like you're just you can continually put food in. So mm-hmm. I think it's like I love the fasting in the morning and then and then eat something and then mm-hmm. let your body do something with that. It's like yeah. it's like when you go to a yoga class, if you if you've ever done yoga and you go in and typically I would say mainstream teachers are giving mm-hmm. you so much information about what you need to do. Like yeah. put your foot at this and do this and tuck this and fold this and lengthen mm-hmm. this and I'm like, "Whoa." Yeah. Can you just stop at the first thing so I could just tuck that yeah, yeah. and just notice how that feels? Mm-hmm. So I think it's super important to let the body work. And, yeah. and I think it, it goes hand in hand with moving the body seven days a week. And 
Sometimes that's yoga and some core and mobility work for me, or sometimes mm -hmm. that's a, you know, a five hour run. It's just, yeah. it's different. And so mixing it up every day. Uh, and so I guess that leads to my question, like, what does your workout regimen look like? Are you doing doubles? Are you doing some days that are just, you do it in the morning or what's it look, what does it look like for my, you? Uh, my weekly routine is, um, I try to work out like every Every morning. So anytime between 5 a.m. to no later than 10 a.m., I want to have worked out at, at some point in time. And my workouts generally are two hours long. And um, I will say Monday, chest and arms. Tuesday, legs and back. Wednesday, chest and arms. Thursday, legs and back. Friday, chest and arms. Saturday, legs and back. Sunday is all core. You know, and then I and I superset all those uh, routines. So like my chest and arms, I'm doing all core routines in between every set because I feel uh, so many people ignore their core and lower back. And that's how they get hurt, because they fail to realize that that's where everything comes from. All your strength, muscles, stability, all that comes from there. So if you're not strengthening that, but you're working on your legs and and your arms, you're going to blow your back out. You're going to, you know, have an abdominal tear, a hernia, all those things because you're not strengthening those muscles. You know, like abs aren't made in the kitchen. Like, stop believing that shit. You know, no. You know, like <laughs> their muscles take care of them. So, uh, yeah, just two hours a day and just alternating those workouts every single day. And then and sometimes I'll do two a days because like just my body wants that. Like, yo, let's go again. Let's go again. So I do it again. So I'll probably do two a days. Maybe I tried like three to four times a week. But at least, you know, once a day for at least two hours. Yeah. What do you say to those that are, because this is so great. Like, mm -hmm. what do you say? I only have enough time to lift weights. Like, I only have enough time today yeah. to do my legs. Or I only have enough time today to do my biceps. Nah, I'd say I'm full of and, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't have to, now you're telling them yeah. to do core. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah. now you're telling yeah. me to do core. I don't really have time today. I got to go pick up my kids. Like, mm -hmm. <clears throat> you feel so strongly about it. Could it even replace if in your time in your timeline mm -hmm. to do core and then if you have time filter it in with whatever ex other exercise yeah, you need of course. to do yeah yeah, yeah. You, 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 it's that important it, yeah it's that important like you, you like if you want to do it you'll find a way just like anything else like you like you will find a way you know what i'm saying like so at time that you'll normally spend on your little social media apps or you know watching your little garbage tv whatever Go do that, and you don't need it, and you don't need a gym to, to, to do these things. You could be at home doing all type of weightless, just body weight routines, you know. And it doesn't have to be for an hour, two hours. You could do a thirty minute workout. You could do a fifteen minute workout. You know, just just high intensity and make it happen. It's all about if you want to do it, you know. So stop with the excuses and just do it. You know, what I'm saying it's like I, I I like to say I show you the how, you show me the will. You know what I'm saying? So stop with all the I can'ts and just make it happen. Yeah. One thing that we've switched around is anytime somebody says I can't mm -hmm. or I couldn't, mm -hmm. we say, what if, how does it feel if you replace that with I won't yeah. or I wouldn't? Yeah. I won't do that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I won't have time for that. It's like, mm -hmm. it feels like you're making a choice. Yeah, exactly. Right. When you say That's I can't, real. like, oh, I can't do it. Oh, I can't do it. Look yeah. at my schedule. Yeah. can't do yeah. it. It's just like such the easy way out. But when you're like, I won't do it. I mm -hmm. won't do core today. Mm -hmm. It kind of makes you feel like, oh, I'm not yeah, really. That's not. I'm really, like, I'm yeah. really making that choice, <laughs> yeah. aren't I? Like own it. Yeah, yeah. Freaking own it mm -hmm. and and do like, 
you know, there's been many times that the day has between interviews or travel or whatever. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I have a little yoga mat that I can fold up and I can put it in my backpack and I throw that out in the airport and I do yoga. Now you've got a bunch of people going, oh, look at that weird girl over there doing that weird (laughs) stuff. (laughs) But gee, she's moving her body. You know, maybe somebody's like, I bet that would feel good. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, do what you can make the time for it. Mm -hmm. There's, I always, Mm -hmm. I love that. um, I don't know if it's a quote or whatever, but I heard it once about like, when you think that you don't have time, Mm -hmm. know that there's a lot more important people doing bigger things and they're doing more and they're Mm -hmm. making the time. Mm -hmm. They're making the time. You got the same 24 hours a day as Beyonce. So (laughs) make it happen. Exactly. Exactly. Make it happen. I love that. Okay. uh, So the food and how are your... you said your little ones on the game with oh, the, yeah. is she vegan? Yeah. She is when when she's with us. You yeah, know, she is she she is on it. But like she's constantly saying, "Oh, that's, that's cow milk. That's nasty. That's cow milk. Can't can't Did do that." She, obviously, she learned this from you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just from uh, being with us, you know. Um, and even like I was just telling her uh, yesterday, something that happened. She had uh, came home from school and in her backpack she had like like this rice krispie treat or whatever, right? She's like, oh, it's like she's like uh, my snack, and she was like super excited. And then I took it and I turned around to, to uh, look at the ingredients, and immediately she was like, it has cow milk in it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And like her eyes like welled up like tears, like like if she was gonna throw a fit. And she was just, she sat there and she let the little tear run and she took it and threw it in the trash. And like, and then my eyes filled up like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like let's go. You know what I'm saying? She's a little warrior. Yes. It's definitely, uh, it's uh, something that's in her and like, she's totally aware. And I feel as she gets older, she'll continue to move with that, you know, and, and to see things. And, and like, she, and she doesn't want it. And even like, um, she kind of came to the, uh. Like she understood that you know, like chicken is an animal, you know. Like, for watch, like oh, she's like no chicken, chicken, and we're like nah, that's an animal. It's like wait, it's an animal. Like so, like the the, the, the my little friends, and you know what I'm saying, or, or when I like to see like that's that. Like I'm not eating that, you know. Like like she sees it different now so it's been a, a real easy but you thing guys provided that information yeah, for her yeah, and, I, it, and but, I think it's so important yeah. like why are we you don't have to show her a slaughterhouse video I mean you don't have to yeah, do that but you all. can let her know that chicken mm-hmm. is is a being yeah, and it, yeah. it's it's an animal yeah. and then she can decide yeah. and, and and cow milk's not good for you you know like and, and we kind of you know like if like her nose be running and we'll be like see that's Part of what happens when you drink cow milk. Yeah, that's cow's yeah, milk yeah, coming yeah, out yeah, your yeah, nose yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Oh, I, used to, yeah. I was such a cheese addict. Like, yeah, I woke same. up in a pool of oh, phlegm yeah, yeah, every yeah. day. I mean, I was like hawking <laughs> yeah. up the loo. It was disgusting. Same here, yeah. Totally disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Like, so yeah. not a feminine yeah. thing. Yeah. But I loved the cheese. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. was, that was the biggest thing for me when I got rid of that. And then, yeah. of course, you learn. Mm-hmm. And then the thing that I was so addicted to was the one that was so incredibly painful mm-hmm. once I found the truth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. just, and I'm, I'm not a mom of two-legged yeah. kids, yeah. but I have, there's something within me that mm-hmm. could, can just feel that bond being yeah. broken, and it's so heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy, crazy. So I think Sad. you're doing your daughter such an incredible, uh, you're giving her such an incredible gift by just... Thank you letting her know what food mm-hmm. is, you yeah. know, food is, food is a lot of different things mm-hmm. to a lot of different mm-hmm. people. Um, but, 
but not pretending that that chicken isn't yeah. a cute little animal that she yeah. may or may not yeah. like. But yeah. it seems like she's made her choice. Like, oh, wait yeah. a minute. Yeah. And that's a thing with kids. They love animals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They love animals. Mm-hmm. And they, why would I eat an animal? Like, mm-hmm. why would we yeah, bark? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be so <laughs> yeah, weird, yeah, yeah. right? We're yeah. like, oh, we're going to put them on the grill. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It just doesn't make any sense. But, you know, I never had that connection. Mm-hmm. I had, I had kind of a a natural disconnection. Like I questioned things. I thought meat mm-hmm. was weird looking and all of that, yeah. but nobody ever said to me, Oh yeah, that's the cow that, yeah. that just like the mm-hmm. one down the street that you wave to when we go by. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about your other kids? Are they on? Uh, my, my son, the uh, middle one, he's with us. So yeah, he's on it too. And then the oldest one, you know, 19, think he knows everything. Yeah. So you gotta just kind of let him. Like, he's got to right. find his way. Yeah. Yeah. He's gotta find his way. Yeah. We're we're all just trying to figure it yeah. out. Yeah. I, yeah. I I I yeah. get it. Yeah. How um so as a dad of a four year old girl, mm-hmm. you know, speaking to parents specifically, how what do you think is the most important thing for for educating these kids or, or helping them to create a healthy palate? Like what's the most important let's go with that one, like just creating this healthy palate. Most importantly is uh by be that example, you know, like I, I, she sees us, like she sees how we live, like she sees how, how, how we react to things and, and, and how we move and, and uh, how we treat things. So be that example. And for two, you know, inform them and educate them without forcing it on and making it seem like a punishment or, you know, or like a chore or something that, that they don't want to uh, do. Uh, and you know, make it fun for them. You know, like you know, like like, like there's ways to do it, and it's really it's as simple as you know, if you gave them all the other BS that we we've been conditioned to think that is okay. You like, oh, you you did uh, great in school days. Go get you a happy meal. You know, as a nah, don't do that. You know, go get them something else. You know, that, that that's a healthy for them, and don't don't let people make you feel that you're doing uh, injustice to your kids by educating them and get them away from all that nonsense. Have so, you had some pushback about that? Oh, of course. You know, I, I, when people find out that I'm vegan, like they'll say, uh, are you making your kids do that too? Are you forcing your kids to do that too? Or, or that's just mean. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, like eating something other than frozen green beans, like grow up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I guess, you know, it's crazy, but that's all, you know, being conditioned or whatever. So you just, you know, just ignore it, you know? Yeah. It, it the is veil is thick. Yeah. Very, very, it's very. It's really thick, very. isn't it? And it's, there's nothing more exciting than when you see somebody's veil starting to like thin, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and then mm-hmm. they start doing the work and they start mm-hmm. feeling better. Cause the thing is, is that you just feel better. Yeah. And so you don't have to really, if they can just get started and stay committed at the beginning, yeah. like, and then they are somebody who wants to feel good and likes mm-hmm. feeling good, then mm-hmm. they're just going to keep going. It yeah. becomes your lifestyle. Yeah, it does. And it becomes very easy. Yeah, Super I don't think easy. that health is a fad. I don't think it's a. I no, don't think not. it's a seven day cleanse. I don't think it's no. a ten day smoothie challenge. I it's don't think not. it's any and of those things. I always tell people that when I, you know, get you know messages on you know Instagram or whatever, I always tell them like, yo, like, it's it. This is not a diet. This is not a gimmick. Like, this is a lifestyle change. So if you want to do it, understand what you wanted to do. Like, don't try to come to this thinking like you know. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that uh, movie, the. Um, Nutty Professor, with, with, where, like, you know, he drinks a potion and turns into Buddy Love. Like, nah, like, like you're not going to eat a plant and turn into this super vegan, like, <laughs> like super, right. super fit vegan. Like, 
you know, it's a complete lifestyle change and a commitment. So, you know, mm-hmm. people got to see that. We talked about so many things here, but I think one of the, mm-hmm. the biggest things that we can take from this is you need to create, you need to have that, the why and, yeah. and create that habit. Mm-hmm. So when people come to you or somebody's curious, curious about starting a, a strength routine or getting fit or just moving, yeah, what what can you drop them as like just just to start what's one thing they can just start doing today even maybe even before they they come to you like maybe somebody on the street like what's one thing they can do to just start moving them towards that direction as far as like what fitness or fitness for fitness man just get up get up and go do it get up and go do it like don't think that you need some perfect plan some perfect guide just get up and start doing it my first eight months in the gym i didn't know what i was doing I all I knew was bench press. I wasn't doing no legs. I wasn't doing no cardio. I was just bench pressing every fucking day, like an idiot. You know? <laughs> was anybody coming up to you like, uh, you might want to check out this yeah. section know, of this right? gym? <laughs> <laughs> you might want to work on that core. Yeah, game. yeah, right. <laughs> like it's, it's insane, insane. But you know, just just get in there, and I mean, it's the same as you can't learn what's inside a book if you don't open it. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to get into fitness, start going to a gym or just start moving. Just keep moving, keep moving, and you'll see the uh, snowball effect happen. You know, if you, if you want to be a part of something, start moving towards it. Like start, just start taking those steps, and but keep making them. Don't stop because it gets a little rough. Don't stop because it gets a little steep, or because someone turns the light off. Keep walking. You know what I'm saying? And you'll you'll get there. Just stay committed. But you got to get up. Got to get up. Nice. I love it. It's a good place to end. So how can they, how can people follow you? Uh, people can follow me on Instagram. My name is one dope vegan underscore. I don't know why they have an underscore because there's no other one dope vegan. Of course uh, not. Yeah, it's, it's insane. There's only one. <laughs> yeah, there's only one. one. Dope vegan. <laughs> um, uh, let's see what else. Or they can contact me, gmail.com if you have any questions about personal training, uh, vegan meal plans. Or like upcoming events uh, that I may have, or if you want, you know, get me on your podcast, whatever. So, Very cool. Yeah. And then, do you work with people remotely? Like, if somebody from because we got people all over the world that listen to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you work with people yeah, remotely? I'm on- online coaching, all that. Awesome. Yeah, I got it. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Thank Appreciate you so it, guys. Much. Thank you. Needless to say, we did a core workout right after he left our studio. This guy is a mass of motivation and strength, and I'm thinking you're all fired up after listening to Brandon today, so definitely connect with him. Follow him on Instagram. His workouts are a work of art. He's a force, and we are super grateful to have been able to share his story of transformation with you guys. And you know that's why we're all here, right? We're here to grow and change. So if you're feeling inspired by Brandon to bust out some core or commit yourself in general, then we challenge you to take action on that right now. Even if it's a sticky note to remind you to take action, it's about taking the first step as opposed to not taking any action because you don't think that the action you were going to take is big enough. Just take action. Get in the habit of taking action. Look closely at the things you avoid. BJ went through a phase earlier this year when he was just taking action on everything. Yes, yes, yes. He just kept taking action and doing the work for the sake of the work, which is the essence of detachment. Look, 
If you're wanting to dive in deeper, because I could talk about this all day long, let me know. I'm taking on a few more one-on-one people onto my schedule for mindfulness and meditation. So, alrighty, friends, that's it for this week. We hold you all so deeply in our heart. Thank you for walking this path with us. This podcast is such a messenger to the world. So keep sharing it with your communities and keep listening in. Thank you, Patreon peeps, for your support. And as you may know, our next cookbook from the High Vibe Kitchen is dropping later this month. We'll be releasing the cover and one of the recipes to all Patreon members this week. I am super fired up for this cookbook. I had a really deep, like meaningful proofing session with it the other day over a cup of tea in my namaste mug. Um, And it's just so full of love. I'm so excited to share it. And um, okay, for this week, I'm just going to leave you with this. You know, you are worthy of your full fitness and highest level of health. It's where you're going to succeed and it's going to be where you succeed while feeling good and living joyful. Whatever it takes, make it your lifestyle.